Welcome to OA Now here. I'm Sammy Tamina, blogger, the Dragons Insider, blog of Inside the OAA, and one of the hosts between Tamina's and Ori Neighborhood Television. I'd like to welcome those watching on the local voice on SoundCloud and also those watching us on Ori Neighborhood Television as well. So we got a lot to look at here, of course, this week here on the pod. Um, just myself here solely this week. Um, of course, we're going to talk about that fallout that the MHA made on um, Wednesday that... Um, the um they're gonna go to a phase plan um get my thoughts into that um you know of course um keeping the three main contact money making sports of course um when you look at football volleyball and um boys soccer for the fall um and I mean money makers because you know they make a lot of money as well so so that you know that and they move that date to August twentieth so that is another huge day when um the MHA makes that decision um is are they going to let them compete you know go for competition now the sports that they did allow you know but they did allow everything to start practicing of course they're going more of a phase plan um when you look at it, of course um I mean girls golf boys tennis cross country swimming and diving can begin practice on August the 12th um and then, of course, they said football can start practicing August 10th without pads. Um, they'll move them in the pads on August the 17th. And then, of course, um, volleyball will start on August the 12th along with soccer. Um, but a decision on their competitions will not be made until the 20th. So that's a lot to cover when you really look at what's been going on. Um, other things we got to talk about as well, of course, um, we'll get into it later. Um, my thoughts on the Detroit sports commission, I'm canceling the, um, the, um, kickoff classic. Of course, there were three teams that were impact are going to be impacted by that. Of course, some Grove, South A&T and Lake Orion. Um, so when you really look at the MHA decision, um, with the MHA decision being made, of course, going to a phase plan. Um, when you look at the other States, um, Illinois, um, is moving their, their uh, moving football, volleyball, and um, soccer to the spring. Um, and then, of course, Indiana is going everything as normal. Um, when you really look at the what's been going on, I mean, it's really been the bottom line is, you know, as I can see states making individual decisions. Of course, Ohio recently just um, canceled scrimmages. Um there will be no scrimmages for um for um the fall sports um mentioned of course the MHA also made some significant restrictions as well so when you look at the restrictions of course um in cross country you can only have 70 athletes compete um in golf you can have a maximum of 72 players for 18 holes and then um volleyball swim and dive um Tennis, you know, you can have um, four team um, quads, but you really, but the things that really impact them are invitationals. Um, you know, I think that's going to be greatly impacted, of course, for cross country volleyball and, um, of course, tennis um, and swimming and diving as well. So when you really look at the impacts, I mean, this is this what the MHA did was basically create a phase plan. I mean, and they're taking it a slow methodical approach and I understand that approach you know what I mean but I know when you look at what everything has been going on it's been just 
absolutely like Twilight Zone. So when you really look at it, it's 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 going to be a challenge, especially when you look at um some of the um especially the physical sports, of course the high contact sports um. And I guess that's what the MHA put into it. Now, the other problem that I have is um, Governor Gretchen Whitmer's um, Phase 4 plan, and it completely affects swimming and dive and volleyball, is you can't have access to indoor gyms. So, But the question for me is, does this include high school gyms? And, you know, when you really look at, you really look at it, I mean, right now it looks like it, looks like you can't have indoor gyms. Indoor, um, gyms right now for high school gyms so you know and i know that's gotten a lot of people upset um i mean i talked to a lot of my friends about this and i know they're very upset about um about the gyms not opening up but my question is and i think i think whitmer's decision is pretty much vague here is you know does this include does this include um, indoor gyms? And it looks like it does. And, you know, and it looks like right now that volleyball and swimming and diving, when they start up, have to open up indoors. Oh, outdoors. So when you really look at it, and of course we're in phase five, you can go indoors. So when you really look at where Michigan's at right now as a state, I mean, right now, the northern, the upper peninsula and Traverse City area, who's Alpena, is right now in phase five and then um the lower most of the lower peninsula right now is in phase four so you know in phase four you know what i mean you can be outside but you just can't be inside so that's really but then there's some questions so a lot of things that have to go into um account there so when you look at the decision the mha made um I know on July 17th, the MHA, and I talked about this with Ian last week, was um, you look at, of course, of course, um, they went, the MHA decided to keep everything the same. You know what I mean? With four contingency plans. So when you look at the contingency plans, I mean, obviously, you know, they are to move the seasons back, um, possibly ending the seasons in late, in, um, in July. So could you just imagine that? I mean, could you just imagine that? Um, so to me, that's really interesting. I mean, that's really interesting if um, the MHA were to go that route. Um, but, but you know, it might be the only route because I know there's a lot of people that are, and when you look at what's been going on recently in the state of Michigan, the case counts are going up. Um, now, but, you know, when you look at, of course, um, where are they going up at? You know what I mean? Where are they going up in the state? So that is a question for me, you know what I mean, to, you know, really ask, ask if I had to ask the governor or if I had to ask the governor, where is it going up at? You know, where is the virus going up at? That's the question I would ask the governor. And right now, I mean, like, it comes down to my stance on, you know what I mean? Until we see the actual evidence, you know what I mean? We don't know where it's at. So, but, you know, there is enough. There, I mean, right now, cases are going up. And if Michigan goes into phase three, that's a huge, that's a huge problem. Because, you know, that would mean direct online learning, no athletics. Um, and then 
let's say I know there's been several schools that are going to go online learning, you know, but there will be athletics, extracurricular activities, which helps, um, you know, if they're in phase four, you know what I mean? So I think it's, you know, it's really interesting, really interesting how that, how that's coming into form. Now, um, and to the, um, when you look at what Mark Yol said, the executive director of the MHA, um, he said that, you know what I mean? This, it still remains a fluid situation. I mean, and it, and it is, it still is a fluid situation, how everything's been going. Um, you know, of course, he said, quote, it, on um, a radio show, he said it's a wait-and-see approach when it comes to three sports and that they're watching to see what, how the lower-risk sports do. So that's very interesting right there because that could be a huge decision-making maker, decision maker, you know, when it comes to the three other sports that are played in the fall when you look at football, volleyball, and um, soccer. And then, of course, um, you know, and then, of course, when you look at the others, um, and I looked at the COVID Act Now map um, state of Michigan is in. Um, Michigan right now is in the yellow. So if you go to a site called COVID Act Now, um, you can see what's been going on with the state of Michigan. I look at it every single day. And right now, Michigan is in the yellow. I mean, there's four categories, green, orange, yellow, and red. Um, of course, um, the um, red and orange are the um, green is the is your very good shape. Yellow, you're okay. Um, orange, a little high, and then um, and then um, red, not good. So, you know, so you know, I encourage those if you want to see the COVID Act site, um, it's on there right now. Um, but I look at that every single day before I um before I think about you know what I mean my before my day is planned. So that's really where I'm at right now. Now, as, as I mentioned earlier, of course, um, you know, and I and look at it, it's really interesting. I mean, the MHA has been really, the MHA has been really, um, I look at an interesting quote that the MHA said on my phone here. Um, the representative council reflecting on positive impacts of their athletes this summer from taking part in their off-season training feels it's the most utter importance to continue athletic activity moving forward. If we take months off, our students will find opportunities to compete through non-school entities that they may not be focused on safety. Our athletic directors and coaches can provide the safest possible environment to return to sports, and this phase and approach to competition will help schools continue building the process already made. That's very interesting, you know, when you look at it. Of course, I've seen other athletes, you know what I mean, like in the off-season, of course, um, you know, UCA went to the AAU circuits, of course, um, that's been well known, especially in basketball, when um, you're seeing these athletes go to other states to compete. I know Michigan has been really, really strict approaches when you look at, of course, not having the indoor spaces to um, compete. But, you know, so, um, so these athletes are going elsewhere, you know what I mean, to make sure that they're, they stay in shape. You know, the question is, is it safe? I mean, you know, and I know that's been a big question. So that's really interesting. You know what I mean? That Mark Yo would say that, you know what I mean? And then of course, um, you know, that the phase approach would be really helpful, of course, in the progress being already made. Um, you know, so and they said the representative council chose to make these adjustments, help ensure our athletes have a safe regular season this fall 
as we continue to solidify the regular season, we can t- then turn our attention to building a safe postseason for our athletes. So, to me, that that's basically what the MHA has been doing, you know, and we haven't seen these districts announced yet for volleyball or basketball, you know what I mean, that, um, that they haven't really, you know, they haven't really thought about it because now, you know, now they're starting to think about it, which is a good sign, but it kind of tells you where it's at. So to me, that's the most interesting thing is, you know, they're now, um, they're putting this phase in approach, see how it goes, um, see how everything goes. And I know with schools, obviously, when you look at schools, um, the thing is, you know, and I, and, and it's, you know, if you, I mean, like, I know there's certain school districts, I know they're going to go online. And I mentioned this earlier, um, you know, in the phase four, you know what I mean? You know, you can still have athletics, you know what I mean? In phase four, um, and, um, and then phase three, that's, that's where I think the disaster is. And I don't think nobody wants to go down that route. Um, and I know, um, the governor has stated for the record, I don't know, she really doesn't want to go down that route because it would mean more suffering and pain for what we've gone through. Of course, the state of Michigan's really gone through a lot. And I wrote in my column on my viewpoints the other day, um, a couple of days ago, that, you know, I know um, there have been, and I've talked to several people um, that, that there have been people that blame Governor Gretchen Whitmer, and I don't blame him because for what? For um, basically taking her spring sport away, and I don't blame him. But, but, um, but you know, I mean, like, um, but it, it's tough. It's really tough. You know what I mean? To especially in wake of this virus, um, you know, and um, with this virus, we didn't know much about it. Not more we do now. I mean. And I think that's the thing. That's the thing that we know now is we know the things that we know the things now that um we know. So, you know, so when you look at it from this perspective, I mean, but also when you look at, of course, the possibility of having to play games close by, um, I know the OA is a um, all Oakland County league. I mean, like, but, you know, but there are other leagues, you know, around the state that are, as I mentioned last week, is um, when you look at, of course, um, the Saginaw Valley League, you know, you have different schools in different regions. Um, same thing with the Ottawa Kent. Um, and I've looked at other coaches, um, read other coaches' opinions, um, basically saying is that, um, you know, that schools should play a conference-only schedule. I know um, I read an art- I read the um, article by um, Tim Conley, head coach itself at A&T, um, said that, um, that schools should go to a conference-only schedule. My problem is with that is, you know, you have schools that are only have four teams in their, in their conference. So, and that, that could create a whole boatload of problems if teams go to a conference-only schedule. So, you know, so it's really interesting to see how, teams figure out their schedules. I mean, like the Anavis guidelines do state that they want you to play teams close. Um, and I really think, you know, we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. Um, of course, I do want to send my um, heartfelt um, 
I mean, like, I know um, there have been a lot of people battling this virus. I know Adams is um, football coach Tony Petrino has been battling this virus. Um, I just read that the other day in the um, Detroit News. Um, really glad he's getting better and doing well um, battling this disease. Um, so my heart and um, prayers are with the Petrino family over at Adams. Um, you know, and I know it's 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 challenging, you know, when it, when you have people going through this virus. I mean, like, it's it's challenging. It's hard. I mean, like, you know, but, um, you know, and it's hard. It's hard. But um, it's hard for me to put words, you know what I mean? Like, um, when you look at what's been going on around the country, around the state, um, you know, this is uncharted territory that we're in right now. You know, I mean, like, you got, you know, this has really been uncharted territory, of course. Um, when you look at the history books, um, a lot of people look at the um, Spanish flu of 1918, um, where that was just a, um, that was hard to take. And I know it's been taking its mental toll on a lot of people. And I know a lot of people been um been suffering through this. They've been suffering. And... My heart goes out to the Petrino family and everybody else has been affected by this um, deadly virus. Um, we just got to stay strong through it out and we'll, and we'll go through and we'll go through it together. So that's my, that's, um, that's my thoughts on the MHA um, process. Now I want to get to a little bit more football. Um, of course, the Detroit School Commission, um, the Detroit um, Sports Commission, um, really um, released a um, wrote a tweet out yesterday that stated that the um, prep kickoff classic, of course, at Wayne State, was canceled because of the um, virus, and you know, and there were several OA teams that were going to be involved in that. Um, Groves was going to take on A and T over at Wayne State, and Lake Orion taking on Macomb Dakota. That was going to also be played. Um, so when I look at this situation, of course, the question is going to be is, are these games going to be played? Um, and I read a really interesting, um, news article about, um, the pot about one game possibly not be happening would be Muskegon Mona Shores taking on River Rouge. Um, I know that was a game that they were really hyping up, um, that it was going to be the. D2 state champ versus the D3 state champ. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, I know that, um, I know that um, Mo Muskegon Mona Shores didn't want to make that trip down. Um, they were having thoughts about not maybe making the trip east from the west side to the east side. I mean, like, you know, and I get that. I get that. You know what I mean? You know, Wayne County's been a hard hit spot in um, the state of Michigan. I mean, like, but, um, but it is, um, but, and I, and I totally respect that decision. You know what I mean? So, so I'm not sure what's going to happen there with the Muskegon Mona Shores and, um, River Rouge. I'm not sure what's going to happen there. Um, and then of course, let's look at the OAA. I mean, like, um, of course the, um, Groves A&T game, um, you know, I still think that can be played. Um, both teams are in the OAA, um. And um, they're relatively close to each other. Um, so um, whoever was the home team in that game um, should 
that's where I think the venue should be played at. It's also the same thing with Cone Dakota and Lake Orion. Um, of course, Lake Orion was going to be deemed the home team in that game. Um, they were going to be the team that wears um, wore green. Um, Macomb Dakota will be wearing white. So it wouldn't surprise me if that game is in Lake Orion. It really would not surprise me if that game is being played there. Um, now, there's a lot of questions, of course, when you look at the season. Of course, I've been hearing a lot of talk about maybe possibly moving the season back. And that's why August 20th is really an important day. Um when it, for the for those sports because the MHA has been looking at the case counts, they've been looking at everything, um, and I know right now it's not looking good right now, especially with the case numbers increasing. Um, you know, and that positivity rate, unfortunately, right now is at three point four percent, which is not good. Um, but you know, everything, anything, everything could change in two weeks. I mean, like you know, when you really look at it, of course, that's really been the the timeline has been everything looking at in two weeks. So that's really been the one element, you know what I mean, out of this whole virus, you know what I mean? It's like you got to look at everything from a two-week standpoint. And, you know, and I think that's what the, um, that's what I, that's what states around the country have been doing, um, looking at from that perspective. Um, whether to move their high contact sports to spring or move their um low con or or in, um or move all their sports to spring. You know what I mean? You know, and I think that would be, you know, and I said a couple weeks ago, you know what I mean? I thought the MHA would choose that route to maybe go to the spring. I mean, and not to the summer. But no, go to the spring and not to the fall. But MHA decided that route was um not feasible and they're gonna continue with the seasons as is. So I think it's really interesting to see, and and let's say if football would move to the spring, um, what away teams would this hurt a lot? People have asked me about that. Um, if there was a team that I think it would hurt the most if the MA, if the football was moved to the spring, it's Clarkston, because when you look at the Wolves um, situation. They got a good football team coming up this year. They got a really good, I mean, they had a lot of experience back from a team that was, um, that had a really tough year last year, three and six. Um, but when you look at, um, when you look at the Wolves, of course, you've already heard about your two big linemen, Rocco Spindler, Garrett Dillinger, both saying they're going to likely enroll early. Um, of course, Dillinger committed to LSU last couple weeks ago. Um, and then Spindler, of course, we know about his decision coming up. Um, so when you look at if, and we know about, so when you look at Clarkson's side of things, of course, you know, if Clark, if, if football gets moved to the spring, that's going to be the team that's going to be most impacted is Clarkson because of Dillinger and Spindler. I know they got a lot of athletes, a lot of, um, a lot, especially at the skill position players. When you look at players like Mike DePillo, quarterback. Ethan Clark at running back, um, Justin Buckman at wide receiver. I mean, you know, that's the thing when you look at, and if you don't have those two big linemen, you know, there, then it could create some problems. So that could be the team right now. I would be keeping an eye on very carefully. If the, if when August 20th comes, the MHA decides, like if the MHA decides to move back to three sports, which is boys, soccer, volleyball, and, um, and um, football especially, 
Um, volleyball, I really don't see much of an impact if they moved it back. Um, but um, you never know. Um, and then soccer, kind of the same boat. But I know football gets a lot of the attention because, you know, it is the moneymaker. So, you know, and when you look at it, of course, you know, that's where a lot of athletic departments make their money is is through football. You know what I mean? And a lot of it, you know, not just high school. You look at college as well. You know, college football makes some money. A lot of it goes through football. And, you know, you've seen um, the impacts that's been going on around the college football world. So, you know, so that's been really been the most impactful is the is the fallout. You know what I mean? From is the fallout from football. You know what I mean? Is everybody knows football makes the most money. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, football is the one that makes the most money. But you got others that do others. You got other athletes that do sports too. And if they move, if they move back. You know what I mean? Then. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens. I know a lot of other states have done it. So, to me, that's the most interesting um, aspect of it. So, um, when you look at what's been awesome going on, of course, the, um, you know, we already talked about um, several several things. Of course, I've had to update um, several things in the blog lately. Um, when you look at it from a basketball standpoint, I've already started working on the football on football previous. I already started working on that. Um, when you look at football, um, I've already started working on that. This is going to be really interesting, but we don't know what's going to happen yet. We really don't know what's going to happen. And I think that's the challenge. You know what I mean? Like, you know, and I've noticed from other leagues, other, um, other, um, you know, that the fact that they're going by conference only schedules, um, you know, I know, um, the big 12, was going to have their media day, but they end up canceling at the last minute. So, you know, so it's going to be a challenge to say the least when you look at, when you look at, um, interviews and all that, you know what I mean? Because coaches don't know what's going to happen. You know, we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, you know, who knows what's going to happen? I mean, <clears throat> that's the thing. The there's, there's just so many questions that we can't answer right now. And it's really unfortunate because I can come in here and tell you my opinions, my thoughts, feelings, but on a question of a possible season happening, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's tough because everybody wants to have the answer, but they don't. So... You know, so that's my, um, you know, that's my early thoughts on that. I mean, like, um, I know it's hard to explain what the MHA's phase plan is going to be. But I think, you know, with the lower-risk sports, cross-country, tennis, swim diving, um, you know, that is, that is all go. And right now, volleyball, football, and... um soccer, you know what I mean? They're going to be, they're waiting right now, you know, and golf. I forgot to mention golf. I mean, golf is also go too, but, but football, soccer, and volleyball, you know what I mean? They're right now in a waiting pattern. And a lot of people are saying, okay, you know, but they've been given the green light. 
to at least practice. Most likely, it's going to be outdoors. And I mentioned this earlier. It's most likely going to be outdoors. So, you know, so um, that's going to also be very interesting. Is, you know, is I know there's places in schools that have outdoor volleyball nets that they can use. Um, I also know that, um, you know, there are local pools outdoors that can be used as well. I mean, you know, so that's going to bring some challenges, you know, especially when, if, if the indoor facilities cannot be used, you know, especially for like volleyball and um, swim and dive, um, that they can't use the indoor facilities, then you're going to have some problems. And, you know, and I really believe that, um, and this is where I have a huge problem with Whitmer's um, phase plan is, you know, what happens if volleyball and swim and diving, you know, can't use the indoor facilities, then you're going to have big problems. So that's really been the bottom line is, you know, to me, it's been that approach. And then of course, you know, that, and then of course, you know, when you look at other facilities, you know, they don't have access to those places and that could be another problem. And I know that's going to be more of a challenge for other coaches and players, you know what I mean? To, um, to, um, right to do right now with everything's been going on, you know, it's been everything that's going on. So, and people have asked me about this is, you know, is what's going to happen? What's going to happen? I mean, it's hard. It's hard to explain because I don't know what the MHA is thinking. I don't know what the governor is thinking. I don't know. So we're all on a wait and see approach. That's where we're at right now. We're all on a wait and see approach right now. I mean, we can all, we can all right now get ready for the season. We can get ready. Um, you know, when you look at, of course, other sports, you know, when you look at cross country, of course, um, you know, when you look at, obviously, of course, um, there's going to be some good teams there. I mean, cross country, you look at um, tennis, um, of course, um, swimming, diving, of course, um, we know about the powerhouses there. And then, of course, golf. So, um, and um, for the record, it is girls golf that's starting up. Not um, it's girls golf that's going on. Um, not boys golf. Boys golf right now is in the spring. So in the fall, it's girls golf. So want to make sure we put that for the record. We have boys soccer in the um in the um, fall. Girls soccer in the spring. So just want to make sure and clarify that up. Um, with everything that's been going on. Um, of course, I talked basketball last week. Um. Now, people have asked me about um, why you see basketball players going across the state, going out of state to, um, you know, and I think, you know, when you look at it here is I know Michigan's got really strict, um, strict rules on indoor gyms. Um, and um, I know that, um, and I know the, the, I know Illinois, Indiana, Ohio really do not. And, um. I think, you know, that's why you see these kids going out of going out of um, state, you know what I mean, just to have some exposure, you know what I mean, to um colleges, you know, and and you know and there it's like it's like a two faced scenario when you look at it. It's a two faced scenario. I know on on the fact that the player wants to um make sure they're in good shape, 
conditioning-wise, make sure they don't lose what they have in their game. But I know there is some dangers. Um, the dangers, of course, has been, of course, the virus itself with um, with spreading it. Um, you know, and I'm I'm not here to scare anybody, but you know, but that's really been what the concern has been. I mean, but even though I have not seen. I've not seen like any outbreaks linked to to gyms when it involves a basketball. Um, I've not seen any outbreaks around that besides the one in Indianapolis in March. Um, you know, but that really didn't affect the players. But but um, you know, but I haven't really seen much about that. I mean, I've seen outbreaks you know at a course and i looked at whitmer's new order that affected the upper peninsula and traverse city area now i know it doesn't impact the area down here because um because we've already been in this phase but for those up there you know what i mean that been through it i mean that are going to go through this it's 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 basically it basically I don't know what it does to have an impact, especially because they're in phase five right now. But I know it limits, it, I know it limits bars and all that. I mean, like, so, but, um, you know, it's been really confusing, to be honest, really confusing. Um, so when you really look at it, um, when you really look at it, of course, um, you know, I get it. You know what I mean? But I know there's risks, and I know we have to live in a risk society right now, and I know people are scared. I get the fact I know the teachers are afraid to go in the classrooms right now. I get it. You know what I mean? And, I, and, and you know, especially in the wake of this virus, if you get sick, you know what I mean? I get it. I know there's a lot of school districts going online learning. I mean, you know, and I think, you know, right now, um, if – Everything. If right now the state is at right now, it would not surprise me if we start online learning, maybe in the first semester, and then when we hopefully get a vaccine. Um, I've been looking at study. I've been looking at scientists. I, my cousin is a scientist, um, and um, if we can get a vaccine probably by November, December, that'd be great. Be absolutely great. Um, but I know a lot of people are scared right now. I know a lot of kids, I know a lot of kids have battled mental issues. You know what I mean? They battled mental and that's the thing that scares me a little bit has been the mental aspects. You know what I mean? I know, and this is why sports is really important. You know what I mean? And I know the MHA made a lot of mention about this. The kids mental mindset, you know what I mean? That's, that's what it is. You know what I mean? The kids' mental mindset, the emotion that they have to go through. I mean, like, the fact that some of those kids last year did not go through, had a, they had a season, they had a spring season just taken away. They had a spring season just taken away, you know? And a lot of people use sports as, like, a lifeline to, you know, you know, they use it, they use it as a lifeline. And you look at it here and, and the fact they didn't have that last year, it really impacted them. You know, and the fact that a school setting, of course, and I get it. I get it. So, 
Well, that's really been the um, challenge that's been going on is, you know, and I think the MHA is doing, I think the MHA is doing the right intent um, by looking at it from a mental mindset of the student athlete, um, you know, and especially I know they're looking at with safety protocols as well. And that's the thing I've been really, that's the thing you got to keep an eye on. You know what I mean? I'm not a doctor. I'm not a emiologist. I'm not, I'm not that, you know, I'm just a sports jockey and a blogger. That's me. <laughs> um, but when you look at, when you look at a mindset of a kid, of a student athlete, you know what I mean? Or a student, you know what I mean? They want to be with their friends. They want to be with them. I mean, they want to be with them. You know, they need that interaction. They need that face-to-face. You know what I mean? I know online learning, it has its some advantages, but it has a lot of disadvantages. You know? But the fact that not being around your friends, you know what I mean? It, 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 it can create a ripple effect. It creates a ripple effect. And I think sports brings that. Sports can bring excite, a calmness. I mean, it brings a sight of calmness to you, you know, that, you know, to see your athlete play, to see your athlete compete. I mean, that's what we got to look at. We got to look at it as, we got to look at it, you know what I mean? We can overcome this virus. We can overcome this. We can defeat this virus. I know it takes everybody to do it. And I know a lot of people, I know a lot of people are, um, are um, really, hesitant to you know follow the mask orders or you know i know that i get it but but if we can just keep every if we could just stay together stay the course i mean you know we're gonna be okay we can get students in the classrooms we can get them into um or if they want to go online learning fine but we can get them competing again you know sports is the ultimate healer you know, you look at what sports has done. Sports, you know, in, in our history of our country, it has gotten us out of, it's gotten us out of stressful situations. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? If everybody's lives. And you look at it from a kid's standpoint, you know, to, for them to play, for them to enjoy themselves. You know what I mean? That's what we got to look at. That's what we got to look at as a society. And right now, you know what I mean? We're going through a virus that's contagious right now that I know is is killing people, infecting people. I mean, you know, and I know we suffered that since March. Since March. And... But, you know, we got to overcome this. As a society, we have to overcome this. You know, we have to. And I get what, and I get, you know what I mean? But I know there's people out there that can at least, that at least, you know what I mean? And I think that's the thing we have to do. Even if we're doing the right things. You know what I mean? If we're doing the right things, you know what I mean? It has to take everyone. It has to take everyone. So, 
you know, sports is the ultimate healer. And I'm hoping we can get it soon. I know the MHA has got a good plan on it. But, but my message is what I said earlier. Sports is the ultimate healer. Everyone has to do the part. Not easy to do. I mean, it's not easy to do. I mean, there always is a way to get out. I mean, there's always a way. Always is. And I know I'm not talking about from a sports perspective here. I'm talking about from a life perspective. I mean, it's tough. It's hard. And I know I, I talk sports a lot, but this is a side of me that people have, haven't looked at before is just do your part. Do your part. You know what I mean? And we'll get through this together. We will get through this together. Um, when you look at other sports around the um, area, um, we mentioned, um, I mentioned basketball a couple weeks ago. Um, football news, of course, we haven't had a lot of football news lately around the area. Um, just, it's, everything's been in a standstill. The world's been in a standstill. You know what I mean? I mean, when you look at sports starting up this weekend, of course, the NBA is already underway. Um, the NHL is already getting ready to get underway. I mean, I think, you know, when you look at high school sports, you know what I mean? It's going to be a really unusual, uneasy year. It really is because of this virus um, that's been circling everywhere. And, you know, and as I said, you know, you got to stick together. We got to stand together. And I think that's the thing that, that's my message here. I know this podcast this week's been a little chunky, you know what I mean? And I get it, you know what I mean? A lot been going on. A lot's been going on around the, um, around, not around high school sports, but, uh, but everything going around government and all that. But, but um, it's a challenge. It's been really difficult. You know what I mean? And I know a lot of a lot of shows have been like, um, you know, they've had difficult challenges. But I'm just telling everybody, overcome. We've got to overcome this. We've got to overcome. You know, and I think we will overcome. So when I look at sports in general, they will come back. Sports will come back. It'll be sooner than later. I believe we're going to have a vaccine sooner than later. Um, I, I've always believed that. I mean, you know, I've always in my heart and my guts believe that. So, you know, so when you look at everything that's been going on, it's hard to describe. You know what I mean? It's, it's tough. It's hard. You know, the fact that, you know, we've had to adapt to this new normal. I know a lot of people don't like it. You know what I mean? A lot of people don't like it. But right now, it's this for the time being. That we have to overcome. We have to overcome everything. You know what I mean? And I think, you know, um, in the long term, um, I think we're going to get out of this stronger. I really do. I mean, like, and I'm not speaking 
a political standpoint or anything. I'm I'm just saying we're gonna be we're gonna be okay. We're gonna be better. We're gonna be strong. You know what I mean? We can overcome this virus. We can overcome anything. And that's what I'm saying to everybody. Um I know that the um other things have been going on, you know, have impacted us negatively. Um, but to look at it from a positive, you know what I mean? We've got to look at things from a positive, you know? And I think that's the thing we have to, I think it's the thing we have to look at, especially from a student athlete, you know what I mean? That, you know, I know students have been just, it's been tough on them. It's been tough on everybody, but there's always a way, you know what I mean? There's always a light at the end of the tunnel. There's always is. There's always is. And that's the thing I'm trying to say to my viewers today is, you know, we can overcome this together. Stay strong. We can overcome this. We can beat this virus. You know, we can do it. That's what I'm saying to my viewers this week. I know we've had, I know the MHA made, headlines with the sports you know what i mean i've heard about the um we talked about the impacts of the um the detroit public school league commission's decision to um cancel because of this virus um you know and i know it's it's going to be tough on them it's going to impact um three teams we mentioned that earlier um and then you look at um the impact of other sports you know when you look at um when you look at, of course, the decision on August the 20th between football, volleyball, and girl and boy soccer. Um, and then, of course, the um, go-ahead for the lower-risk sports like girls' golf. I mean, um, cross-country I mean, cross swimming and diving. And um, girls swimming and diving. And, um, and um, tennis. So those are going to be the impact sports. You know what I mean? They're going to they're gonna start on time. I mean... But football can practice August the 10th, um, no pads, um, just helmets. Um, and then um, they can be full pads August 17th, but the full decision be made by August the 20th. So I'll be curious to see. That's going to be a big day. August 20th is going to be a real big day. And the reason why I say this is because, because if the MHA gives the green light for those three sports to proceed, then it's going to be really interesting because that's going to be a great, I'll be, you know, then it's going to be really interesting. Even though there's strict guidelines, you know what I mean? That everybody has to follow. Um, and then, um, and then of course for football, of course, it's the most stingiest because it's the highest risk. So, and then, of course, I'm not sure how the image is going to look at for the winner, particularly basketball. Um, wrestling, especially, I know that's high risk along with competitive cheerleading. Those are high risk sports as well. I mean, like basketball, basketball, Ian and I debate on this. Um, and I know Mark Yole has been really optimistic about um, the state going into phase five. I mean, right now, we don't. We're a state right now that doesn't look like we're in phase five right now. And that's the unfortunate thing right now. 
But if we get to phase five, that would be really awesome. If we get a, a treatment, then if we get a therapeutic treatment, you know what I mean, a treatment for this virus, then I think we're going to be in phase five. So that's what I'm hoping for and I'm praying for. But if we're in phase three, as I mentioned earlier, it's going to be devastating. It's going to be just absolutely devastating. You know, and I can't even bear to think what will happen if we go to phase three. It, it, it's going to be, it's, I can't even, it's hard to describe if we go into phase three. Right now, we're in phase four. Um, and, you know, I think it's important for us to be between phase four and five when it comes to athletics because an extracurricular activities, because you can get things started. You can get things rolling on the right cylinders, you know, but if we're in phase three, yikes. I know this week, you know what I mean? You don't see me yelling a lot. I mean, like, or like, um, you know what I mean? But a lot, we're right now, everything keeps changing by the minute. You know what I mean? We don't know what's going to happen. We really don't know what's going to happen as we head in August. I mean, you know, we're on the last day of July. Um, but my message to everybody here before I sign on off, and I've said this, on so many occasions. We have to stay strong. We will get through this. We have challenges in life, you know, that we can overcome and persevere. I know for a fact that we, we have our advantages and disadvantages. But I want everybody to know is we are all in this together. We are all in this together. We need to, we need to be together. We have to rise together. And we can overcome this disease, this deadly disease. Yes, this disease has affected loved ones. It's affected people we know, we care about, um, friends, family, but I know for sure, but I know for sure, we will overcome. It's not an easy road, and it isn't going to be. Sports will come back. It will come back. We're in the process of bringing them back, which is good. We need, we need an out. We need an outlet to get rid of all this negativity in our lives. Bringing sports back is the perfect start. And that's, and at the end of the day, we will overcome this virus. We will defeat this virus. And we will all, when that day comes, everybody be back in season to compete. Competing, having fun, and bringing sport, and bringing, and we see these sports rise again. 
everybody will have a huge role. No matter how young you are, no matter how young, old or young, we're all in this together. We are all in this together. And I want everybody in the OA Nation to know. Stay strong. Stay stay together. You know, believe in each other. Care for those that we love. Care for those that care for those that are going through challenges right now. And at the end of the day, we will pull through. And we will be together. It's going to be, we're going to see what happens going forward. I mean, we're going to see what happens going forward. I mean, as we head into August, of course, um, you know, but we'll see what happens. I mean, that's really been the bottom line. But I hope everybody takes my message in today. You know what I mean? Stay strong. We're all in this together. We can overcome this virus. That's my message to everybody in the OA Nation. Okay? So that is my thoughts. You know what I mean? For the for the week. Um, we'll see what happens going forward. Of course, um, August is gonna be a really interesting month. Of course, um, it's a big month. Of course, we start um we start practices, we start the um athletic season in the middle of the months. Um, so we'll see what happens going forward. All right, everybody, I'm going to sign off here. Um, I want everybody in the OA Nation to um, stay safe. Um, you know, be together, love one another, um, you know, and we'll see what happens. We go on from there. Um, okay, now everybody, I'm going to sign off here, and um, see you all next week, everybody. Take care. God bless everybody, and take care.